0: Hello, and welcome to Salty Sunshine Podcast. This week, um, you're joined with Lisa. uh, Brie is not here this week, so I'm going to do a solo mini non-video episode podcast only because Brie is living it up in Cabo on a girl's trip, so she's going to join us next week, and we'll hear all about the shenanigans going on in that trip, so... I hope everyone's having a great week. Um, I'll make this short and sweet, just a little entertainment, some updates, some some salty news. Um, I did finish the Natalia Grace documentary, part two. And like I said last week, I told Brie, I think I found that mistake and I saw a clip that they said, her new adopted parents towards the end of the show said that they were done with her. There was a turn of events, something nefarious, negative, bad happened, I don't know, but they said we're done with her. She's wreaking havoc on the house. So that's interesting. And so of course that leads you down a rabbit hole and um I found her, she's on TikTok and I found her old account not old account, but the parents family account. And she's on there. And, you know, she's, they look so happy. Like they have apparently all these foster kids. So again, like I've said before, I think she's off maybe to no fall of her own because she's had a pretty terrible upbringing. But also, whoever gets her seems to be off too. like her first, adopted parents apparently it didn't work out with them and then the second parents are obviously very off people and then these people seem to be in it i don't think they're off but they do seem well they are off cuz the guys very religious and you know how those people are um um you know i believe in the bible and stuff but I, I you know i don't i don't see it as religion i see it more like a history book so i don't like fanatic fanatical stuff and you know, he talks so much about the church and, you know, don't curse, which is ridiculous. And so we think it's, it's looking to think that they're in it for the money. Um, And it seems that she got, you know, the GoFundMe account and whatever money she got for the special, the special on YouTube, it seems like they wanted their hands on it. This has not been confirmed, but that's what it's looking like. So I don't know exactly what happened, but That was super juicy, how that show ended. I'm not sure where she is now. I I have a feeling, I think I saw someone say that she was back with the the dwarf couple that wanted to adopt her at some point, but never did. So she might be with them, I'm not sure. But hopefully, you know, she's good and safe and, you know, fixes that situation. It's an ongoing saga. I'm sure there'll be a part three of that show. Um, So while I was doing some grocery shopping this past week, it's interesting. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of seedless lemons. I ordered some seedless seedless lemons from Amazon Grocery. And I'm very intrigued. (laughs) My cross to bear in life is, you know, having lemons that I love lemons. I love putting lemon in my water. I love to put it on everything I eat. It's just the seeds. The seeds are a problem. And then when you get, like, that little contraption that, like, squeezes the lemon, um, it doesn't always, like, squeeze the same. I don't know. But so I tried these seedless lemons. They're called, um, I think, Naturally or something. But they don't, they taste fine, but they don't taste like regular lemons. So I got to look into it. I don't know. If, it says it's, like, an engineering thing, the way they produce it, that it's not GMO but it is a different science behind how they grow the lemon. So I got to look more into it, but I love it. Like I put it in my water. It's not as lemony as real lemons or seed seed lemons, but I like it. It's good if you want to try some seedless lemons, they have it on Amazon grocery. Another uh, sad revelation recently, I've men- I, I think I've mentioned here, but one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is called Dr. Drew After Dark. And Dr. Drew After Dark is Dr. Drew, which I think most people know who he is. He used to be on Loveline, and he's a doctor, and he deals a lot with um drug addictions or any addictions, really, and uh, therapy. And he was also on that reality show, what was it called? Celebrity Rehab, I think. So he's great. I love him because I feel like he's a, a really good doctor he's well informed but he also is like super down to earth and he talks like a regular person like he's not pretentious and he'll talk about like weird stuff and gross stuff and like this show dr drew after dark is with the um t what was it called your mama's house ymh studios which is your mama's house and so they're a lot they're all comedians and funny and like super crude and like you know inappropriate but very entertaining So he does this one-hour show every week and he brings on a comedian most weeks and they talk about the comedian's upbringing, which is always so interesting. I love it. It's like one of my favorite podcasts. And so you learn so much about their lives and they talk about things and ask questions, but they also look at like gross TikToks and YouTube videos and people call in with questions and people write in with questions. And they're usually really gross questions, but it's really funny. So, and you actually really learn a lot about your health and like, the sexual reproductive system and everything that goes along with that but they they announced this week that they're ending and it it was pretty abrupt there was no show announcing it like they just put it as a as a short like clip of Dr. Drew announcing they're ending the show and like in the description saying we're sad to say this is last week so i think something must have happened there i don't know what i'm sure it's super juicy but i'm not happy but the good news is for everyone out there that hasn't um, listened to this podcast, you can go back from day one and, and, and you have a lot of content there. It's great. It's such a great show. Highly recommend. And so I, I'm i not happy about it because I am up to date. So there's no going back and listening for me. But that's on that. Um, I saw on TikTok this week, there's a mother... So there's a a, a couple that got married, I think, in Colombia. And it was really sad because on the night of their wedding, they were heading back, I don't know where, but in a car and a drunk driver came and hit them. And she passed away, the bride. And the the husband, the groom, I think he was in critical condition, but now he's fine. But the, the bride passed away, which it's like a terrible, tragic story. And it came out that her mother is fighting the groom. Because I don't know why the 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 bride has like all this money, maybe she inherited or she built it herself. I don't I'm not sure. But she's worth all this money, or she has like a big estate or a home or something that's worth millions of dollars. And the mother is fighting the groom saying you weren't really legally married. You just like did the ceremony, but you didn't actually do the legality of it. So she wants the estate to go to her. What are your thoughts on that? Um, without knowing more about the relationship and, you know, was the mom at the wedding? Did the mom get along with her and him? Um, is the mom broke? Like what, what what's behind the reasoning? I would think it's a pretty shitty thing to do because they did get married. And obviously, they wanted to get married each other and were in love. So, you know, that's his wife. So he should be entitled to it. I did read that he agreed to split it in half, which I thought was generous. Because, you know, if it's legally entitled to him, he doesn't have to do that. So maybe he just wanted to, like, keep the peace and, like, get rid of that situation. And she refused. So she does sound like um, a selfish mom. But I don't know. I I want to know more about the story. But you know, money makes people do some such crazy things. That this gives me the biggest ick in my stomach. I hate the, these kind of situations. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna see if there's any updates with that. After we'll update you next week. I thought it was pretty juicy. Um, then I saw another um story of this girl that was camped out in front of her ex-boyfriend's house. And the mom videotaped this. Actually, I think it was on the cops' webcam thing. And so they called the cops because she's been doing this for weeks on end, and she just won't leave the ex alone. And so the ex lives with his mother, I think. And so the mother's like comes out, and she's sick of it. So she calls the cops. She's like, "Listen, you have to go home. You guys are not together anymore. You have to, you know, leave this behind. Like you're not welcome here anymore." And the cops come, and it shows a whole conversation all the back and forth and the girl is just she's you know just sitting there with her head down looking at her phone like being completely disrespectful not answering one question not being cooperative and the mom is just like pleading like they're going to arrest you and you're gonna have this on your record you're gonna have fees and there's no reason like just get in your car and don't come back so long story short after hours of this the cops are about to arrest her because she's just not cooperating and she finally like sees that they're serious so she's like fine I'll leave so they're like you know you understand you cannot come back here you can't come back here or it's trespassing you're gonna go to jail do you understand do you understand so she gets in the car and instead of she so she's so dumb I mean I felt bad because I'm like how you know you're when you're young you don't really you know you don't really think things through sometimes and depending on where you come from, like your parents, but she gets in the car and she peels off to the, so bad. Like she makes such a scene instead of just leaving and like not getting arrested. She makes such a scene and peels off and starts speeding that the cops run in their car and go after her and they're going after her and she still doesn't pull over and she's just going and going and going. And so, I think 15 minutes pass or something and she finally stops and the cops are livid because they've been dealing with this girl for like half the day they're like we've had it you're getting arrested like you're the biggest brat I can't take it so she gets she's like now she wants to talk everyone in the comments are cracking me up they're like oh now you found your voice because she was like wait what did I do I don't I don't understand I couldn't there was nowhere for me to stop they're like you know exactly what you did there was 5,000 places for you to stop and this is done you're getting arrested like no questions asked that's it they put her in the back of the car, and you see her just, like, flipping out. Like, her voice is all over the place now because she was completely mute when they were trying to get her to leave the house. So she, she got arrested. So I don't know what else happened, but, I mean, how stupid. What a waste of of uh, energy of to deal with this now. Like, no guy's worth that. Like, ladies, please, don't ever, don't ever stalk a man. This is just not okay. I hope she learns her lesson because... It was brutal. It was brutal to watch that. Um, the next story I saw that all over the place, which it was cracking me up, but I don't, th- I don't think it's that funny. These 10-year-olds taking over Sephora. <laughs> um, apparently, there's this craze going around of parents dropping their kids off at the mall or Sephora. And they're like, you know, between 8 and 12 and they just go in there and they wreak havoc on the store and the Sephora employees are fed up because they, you know they're trying stuff on, they're opening packages or leaving them all over the place or making a mess and they're being rude to other people cuz there's this one article here that says you know they're trying on all the makeup and they're they have terrible attitudes, they're not respectful and um <laughs> there's a lady that says she was um going to try or grab something and this 10 year old swoops in and grabs a product uh, from this lady and she's like what just happened and the lady looks at her and the little kid tells her um uh, sorry it's mine now and it, the article says a oh, child I'm probably the same age as your mother do you speak to your mother like that I really hope you don't wait it gets worse so so she takes this item from the lady that could be her mother. And she says, sorry, it's mine. And then she tries it on. She proceeds to open up the package, use a lip balm on her lips. And she's like, yeah, it's not for me, not my flavor. And throws the package product on the shelf and walks away. And so this is the kind of behavior that people apparently are experiencing in a lot of Sephora. I don't know why. Why is it only Sephora? What about Ulta? are they just at Sephora like did all the like 10-year-olds get online and say we're only doing Sephora anyways i i definitely think with all the social media and all the craze with makeup and everything and the cell phones i definitely think not our parents obviously but i definitely think parents need to cut it out and really keep kids as kids like it this entitlement that's going around As a mother, I don't like it. Um, And then they have nothing to look forward to. And that brings us to the Stanley Cup stuff. You know, everyone's going crazy over these pink Stanley Cups. Some people were paying $200 for them. They're sold out. People are fighting for them in Target. It's like, what has the world come to? (laughs) I mean, I don't have any Stanley Cups, but there's so many versions of that cup. Like, I love Simple Modern. They have the same type of cup I love it that's all I use because I love a cold drink and my ice stays cold or you know a hot drink and your drink stays hot but like I don't get it I don't know why anyone would fight over a cup but there was this mom on TikTok I saw she said that her poor daughter like she saw this cup in Walmart her daughter might have been eight years old or something and It was a cute print and it was a stainless steel cup, one of the same type of cups. And she got her the cup. And when the little girl went to school, she was being bullied or that's a harsh word, but you know, made fun of, she was being made fun of because of the cup she had. And so the mom was mortified and she's like, I hate myself, but I went and I had to buy her a Stanley cup. And I think that's wrong because you have to teach your kid to have a backbone and know that her cup is just as good, and you know what? She's smarter because she has forty dollars more in her pocket because she spent ten dollars on the cup and not fifty. So that's how I would see it. That's what I would tell my daughter. Because there is no way I want my kid or anyone I know to to let anybody make them feel bad for making an actually good purchase that makes sense and works exactly the same. So that won't that wouldn't fly with me. And I hate I hate kids that do that. They definitely need to be put in their place but, um, yeah, parents do better. It's, it's not, I know as a parent, you want to help your kid feel and fit in. I get it. I do. I really do. But like, you know, maybe for Christmas, a once in a while thing, once in a year special for your birthday, but it shouldn't be like expected of these kids. It shouldn't be like entitlement. It shouldn't be, I need that or I bust. No, it should be, that's nice if you can. And it's also nice that there's really great cheap alternatives. If you can't like, I like to have both sides and I like, you know, to have reason and this entitlement stuff, you know, you know, you go work and make $40 and see if you want to spend that whole $40 now that you worked for it on a cup. You probably wouldn't if you had to like pick up grass or mow the lawn or plant flowers and, and make 40 bucks for two hours. I doubt you'd buy that stupid cup. So I like a good happy medium. Um, oh, this is so juicy! There's a 215 people found buried behind a Mississippi jail. So this is a crazy story, actually. I'm sure there's been updates since I I you know pulled up this story for the podcast, but apparently there there's an alarming situation. 215 bodies were discovered buried in an unmarked gravesite behind a jail. Families of the deceased were left in the dark until last month. Some gravesites were only identified by a number and a metal rod, raising concerns about the lack of transparency and respect in handling the deceased. The families of the deceased attorneys are calling for a thorough investigation into the circumstance. So all these people were buried and and family members have no idea. Like, do they even know that they they passed? Like, this is crazy. And so the reason they were able to find this grave site is because Dexter Wade, in March of 2023, an officer fatally hit him, I'm assuming with a car, and his family was not informed of his death and he was buried without their knowledge. So activist Arthur um, Reed working alongside attorney Ben sheds light on the distressing details. Um, Wade's case took a disturbing turn when it was revealed that he had identification on him. This identification was given to the lead detective. However, the detective claimed to have called without receiving an answer back and no further action was taken. So because of this man's death and his mom like refusing to give up on like finding out what happened, they found all these other bodies in this grave site and this is horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. I can't even believe in today's age this would happen. But um I hope I hope they sue them and get like this is terrible. Oh, and I think I also read that on the news I saw when they were talking about it that the families that were notified after they found this site were wanting to resume the bodies and, you know, you know, give them their own burial. And they were being charged. They wanted to charge them to dig up the grave and, and do all that. So disgusting. I hope they get what they deserve. Um, Update on the judge attacker that we talked about last week. So the judge went back to work and the guy came in like, you know, with super handcuffed and restrained and everything and she basically said that she gave him the same exact sentence that she would have given that she was about to give him before he attacked her so she didn't add on and yet I'm assuming that'll be a separate um a separate you know hearing for what he did to her that day but as of right now they only gave him what she was going to give him anyways which is crazy but I'm sure there's more coming to him I think I don't remember what they gave him but she gave him the same exact thing and she wanted to make it clear that she was giving him the same exact thing per the law and um, not adding on as of yet. So that's that on that. Guy's nuts. Um, oh my gosh, did you guys see the Alaska Airlines piece of the airplane fly off mid-flight? That is literally, that and sinkholes are my worst fear. I am so terrified of sinkholes when you're driving or any piece of the ground opens up and like a house can go in there, a car, a building. Like I hate those things. It's like so scary. But um Alaska Airlines blew out mid-air and it was um people are saying it's so interesting that the person the seat that was right next to that door, like for whatever reason that person missed their flight or didn't show So again, you know, people love a conspiracy theory. (laughs) So, but um, it's good thing because that probably wouldn't have been safe. You know, who knows if that guy would have flown or girl would have flown flown out of the airplane. But um, it you know people had to um, put their mask on and like everything was flying everywhere and a little kid's shirt apparently came off his body. And um, how scary too? You know, some people during the flight they take off their seatbelt, they walk around. The kids might be on a parent's lap, like, oh my gosh, so crazy. I wonder, you know, PTSD, I wouldn't, I don't know, I wouldn't want to fly after that. But um, I'm sure they're going to have some sort of lawsuit. But what's going on with these airplanes? There's so many airplane malfunctions. It's not great. So, really crazy. Um, I'm glad I wasn't on that flight. So yeah, that those are my updates for this week, and uh, oh, I saw the reunion for Salt Lake City. so we'll talk about that next week, but um, did you guys watch it? Monica is just intolerable. I, I swear. I loved when um Andy, so she kept so Whitney everyone, you know, you know who Whitney is and she's on her health journey or mind journey or whatever journey. And, you know, I believe in therapy. I think it helps a lot of people. I do think you have to find a good therapist and I don't think everyone's a good therapist and they kind of like waste your time and don't do much, but there are therapists that are brilliant and they really know how to, you know, guide you the right way and like get something done. But she's been on her therapy thing. And so she's, you know, when it becomes her personality, that's when it it annoys me. And so, I don't know if she was saying to Lisa and, like, telling her how to feel or how to react or what she would have wanted. And then, <laughs> um, Andy tells Whitney, well, do you think it's, like, your purpose in life, like, to therapize or, you know, tell her, like, how to feel or what to do or, like, make her a better person? And I loved that because it's, like, cut it out already. Like, you're not everyone's therapist. Like, that's not why you're on this show. Like <laughs> You're on The Real Housewives. <laughs> so... I loved that. And then, of course, Monica continues to lie, continues to be petty, and her arguments are so, so dumb. I feel embarrassed for her. It's just she has nothing real to say. Everything is just such a, a physical attack. Like, you're old, you're bench warmer, you're non-existent, whatever she says. It's so dumb. I don't want to see her on TV. And, you know, I'm obviously over the housewives, but I continue to watch because I've been watching for so long, but and i want to see the juice you know when people talk about it but she's intolerable i wonder i hope she doesn't come back and so mary too i don't i can't i can't with mary i can't she, all she does is like insult every another one her and monica are like all they do is insult people so it's like what's the point of watching that um what else was on tv this week i got to watch apparently there's a documentary with um gypsy rose that she did while she was in prison I don't know what channel or streaming service that's on so I'm gonna try to see that before next week and oh and our book um The Housemaid we're going to review it the week of January 28th so if you're reading or gonna read or want to hear about it that'll be up the week of January twenty-eight. I did post um the questions we're gonna do I posted them on our Instagram and TikTok and Twitter, Salty Sunshine Podcast, all three of them. So if you're interested in looking at the questions, um, they're on there. Oh, I wanted to say this. I love this. So retirement takes on a new meaning when lifelong friends construct a tiny town to reside in so these four couples friends for 30 years join forces to create their own community it comprises four eco-friendly tiny homes each costing $40,000 located by the Yano River near Austin, Texas like this is so cute I love this idea I love this love this love like I love to be in a little neighborhood and you know family or friends like nearby you could just walk over I mean who doesn't love that especially as you get older like you don't have to drive you can have barbecues go home like it doesn't have to be like a so long stint you can pop over half hour leave go back home i love it love 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 this um i wonder how they found like a good piece of land for that but i really like that idea um oh the priciest cities to live in the US number 5 Santa Barbara number 4 Miami Number three, Honolulu. Who knew Honolulu was so expensive? Number two, LA. And number one, San Diego. I found this interesting because I thought everybody was leaving San Diego. So you would think the prices would be cheaper. And then LA as well. But according to this, on business bulls, it's before uh, Miami. So that's interesting. Um, so yeah I don't have a beauty tip for this week I'll wait for next week when Bree's back we'll listen to her Cabo stories hope they're super salty and that's it for this week Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful week we'll be back we'll be back soon bye